Welcome to Big Bad Talks, everybody. I'm your host Tyler Cunningham, and I'm Connor Walken. Uh, it's it's been a it's been a crazy week, uh, you know. Uh, springtime. Uh, it's big, getting hot again. Getting hot again. I had to turn my fan on last night to sleep. I wore insulated pants today, and I was about to strip down in the middle of the job today. You should have. God, yeah, that would that would be some crazy way to quit. Uh, and speaking of um, air flowing through uh, a. <laughs> a swampy, swampy place. Yeah. Connor, guess what we're talking about today? I'll give you three guesses. Shrek Swamp. Okay. Baseline. <laughs> Good baseline. Um, your whistleblowing? <laughs> yeah, I'm a government whistleblower. Uh, um, <laughs> we actually are going to talk about that, so you're right. Okay, so I was part of it. Yeah. Um, Louisiana. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Exactly. So true. Uh, no, we're talking about feng shui today. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. All right, cool. Well, first, before we do that, um, let's do the, the life improvement segment that we're doing now. Okay, yeah. And that's the thing that we're yeah. doing. It's going to be once a month, though, because we record in batches now. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Um, so, Connor, how has tuning a guitar gone? I have not taken the guitar out of the closet yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have put my fingers in my mouth maybe three times. <laughs> None of it for whistling. All of it was from eating a Korean fried chicken. <laughs> so today, yeah. So it was all today, and my guitar is still sitting in the closet. Mm-hmm. So so we didn't get far, but we feel guilty about it. We do. Is, we do. Which is kind of part of the twelve steps uh, to sobriety, if you think about it. Uh huh. So hey, uh, congrats we're on the to right us. track. Yeah, we are on the right track. I think. And who knows? Uh, in the next month, maybe we will pick up that guitar and. Maybe I will open the door to the Try closet. To <laughs> I think it's time to let your true shelf shine, Connor. By taking the guitar out of the closet. Oh, the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The musician in you. Yeah. The musician in me. I used to play the piano. Yeah? Yeah. How'd you like that? I don't know. My teacher died. <laughs> <laughs> Next to you? <laughs> <laughs> Fell off the piano bench. Well, no. He was like... He didn't show up for three weeks and then like his daughter called and said oh he's dead oh so that happened that must have been a weird job to have for her to be like all right well i gotta inform all my all my dad's students that he's dead (laughs) yeah huh it was very odd and after that i never played the piano again i yeah i could see that as being kind of traumatizing (laughs) did you what was your relationship to your teacher like um he yelled at me and he barely speak english oh okay cool he only spoke like chinese so in essence, not not too sad he died. Yeah, no. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, what's his name? His name was like Mr. Khan. Quan. Khan. Quan. Quan. Rest in peace. Hit the Quan. <laughs> hit the Quan. Hit the Quan. This is such great radio right now. <laughs> Speaking of the Quan, uh, do you know ways that you could possibly hit the Quan? Yeah. And also expand your life. By taking the guitar out of the closet? Yeah, because I'm actually going to kill you if you don't. It's so easy. But I haven't bought you guitar strings yet, like I said I would, so. It's Tyler's fault. Yeah, it's it's, it's my fault that Connor hasn't walked the 20 foot. From my bed to the closet. <laughs> Not even 20 feet, it's probably like a yard away. <laughs> I was trying to give you a hand here, dude. I'm throwing you a bone. No, it's okay. Today we're talking about feng shui. Uh, and we're on the, the daily ohm right now. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, this is the first thing that came up in Google. 
but this is going to be a five tips to how, uh, uh, like, this is the five principles of feng shui. Uh, it sounds like something that would be in Kung Fu Panda. Uh, well, you kind of, so feng shui is all about kind of the flow of chi. So in a way, I mean, I think that's kind of touched upon in Kung Fu Panda. Connor, do you know what chi is? I was going to say tea. So true. <laughs> no, um, it's like a, I want to say it's like a form of meditation, but with like karate in it. Okay. That's Tai Chi. Okay. So, well, like you, you described Tai Chi. Uh, I don't think Tai Chi has anything to do with karate, but it's all right. Same it's, thing. It's a... <laughs> what was that? Like, <laughs> it tastes like hot dogs. <laughs> I burp. Uh, it's it's an Eastern... They're, they're both Eastern martial arts and lifestyle things, so yeah, okay. close enough. Um, f- f- add us if we're totally wrong on that. Um, but Connor, she is um, what some believe is the force of energy, positive or negative, that flows through all things. Okay. And um, we're going to go through... This is mainly for decorating because I've been on a decorating kick. Okay. But this is just kind of life principles to... Okay. <laughs> to try to get Archie to flow more freely. <laughs> the first step, Connor, okay. is setting yourself up in the commanding position. And what that means is you want to you want to set yourself up in such a way that you can see the entrance, see like the, the door. Okay. But you can't be directly like line of sight from the door. So if I'm outside the door, like 30 feet away, I shouldn't be able to see you. But you should be able to see the door. That's a big part of feng shui. Okay, so I should be over there in that corner. Yes, you should be over there in that corner. This I'm not going over there, though. Also great radio. No, I wouldn't make you. <laughs> but um, this is so that you, like, biologically, you feel the most comfortable. Because okay. you have eyes on the entry and exit of anyone walking in. You are, you are effectively commanding that space. And actually, um, people who do like hostage situations and have to clear houses and stuff first thing they do is they peek that commanding corner because once they have that corner cleared they know no one's right in front of them so they have less to clear and they're less likely to get shot at or surprised okay. no one's going to get the drop on them <clears throat> um so i think actually it just dawned on me as i said that a great way that we could use that is clearing houses in Fortnite. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um thank you feng shui uh but connor have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt like anxious, like if you're sleeping, that you're not facing the door? What have I not felt anxious? <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> but, but no, yeah, no. Sometimes. So yes or no? <laughs> well, so here's what here's what I propose. Once once I make it back to my house, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna orient my room in such a way. To where I'm in the commanding position. Maybe I'll go like one week in a non-commanding position, like facing away from the door in the commanding position, and I'm gonna just see how my energy's flowing. Would you say as a person that you are well connected to your energy? What's considered energy? Like vibe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, right? Like I, I think like that's what comes down to it. There's a lot of definitions, but I think it depends how I wake up. Ultimately, like Okay, okay. Like, wake up on literally the wrong side of the bed, like, facing away from the door? Or, like, how, what mood you well, wake up Well, here's the thing with my room. I have two doors in my room. Oh, that puts you at a commanding <laughs> disadvantage, I feel like. I have two doors and one big giant window. Okay. Okay. I have a plan. 
you have to prop your bed up against the window and strap yourself into sleep. <laughs> that way you can keep eyes on both doors. And the window's I blocked. That. I could do that. Yeah. Think about it. But no, when I'm sitting at my desk, I can't see either of the doors because I'm like behind a screen. And it's very far to my right, so I can't see anyone. Mm-hmm. I guess technically I always have a door closed, though. Okay. So, the door that I can see that's always open when I'm not asleep is I can't see it. Oh, interesting. Because <clears throat> that would be behind me. Yeah. Okay. Or to the right of me. So, to get that in your line of sight. And what I want to know is, how do you orient your desk in such a way that that's not, like, disruptive? You know what I mean? Like, because we would have to kind of, like, in this case, if we were to use the corner that we're in right now, we'd have to, like, crawl around the bed that the table's directly yeah. adjacent to. See, like, mine, I would have to rearrange my whole room to do that. Mm. I wonder if we know anyone that, like, knows a non-bastardized version of feng shui like we're <laughs> explaining right now. Probably, honestly. I'm sure we do. We we'll find some, out. We know some different people. Yeah, we do. We know, we know a variety. Uh, so we'll run this episode by them first and uh, see if we're uh, upsetting anybody. <laughs> All right. Second thing is something called, I could be pronouncing this wrong, a Bagua map. And mm. this is effectively, um, think of it, so it's, it's nine little dots with eight areas rotating around the center. Okay. <coughs> um, and I think what you're supposed to do is you put health in the center, uh, and that's the earth element. So, like, like dirt, earth, rocks. Um, the shape is flat or square. I'm not going to go through all this, but just for this first one, I want to just kind of give you, like, an this idea. Re- this feels like those star people. I like astrology? Yeah. I mean, I think it's similar, you know, or not not similar in the way that it's, like, the same thing. Yeah. But similar in that, like, it very much reads the into... The whole vibe of it. Oh, well, it depends on if you're using the Chinese zodiac or the Roman zodiac. But I think they're both just ways of rationalizing the world, right? Because um, feng shui is 4,000 years old. The principles have stayed Sheesh. the same for 4,000 years. Uh, I don't know how old astrology is. There's kind of something to feng shui about, like... Maybe psychological principles that didn't have a name back then, but have a name now. Okay. Right? And all this is, is kind of surrounding yourself by nature. Um, I do that. Yeah. Yeah, you do do that quite frequently. So I feel like that's a lot of what has to go right now. You know, like, they called it, they called it chi. We call it, you know, just clearing our heads. Yeah. But either way, you know, like, I think it's the same thing um, at the end of the day. So anyway, there's health in the center. And that's like, that's the center of your life. That's what that symbolizes. And then surrounding it, uh, clockwise, starting from the top left, is wealth and prosperity. Uh, and that's wood. Fame and reputation, which is fire. Love and partnership, which is earth. Also earth. Interesting. But yin earth. I don't know. Oh, so yin and, this is like yin and yang. Like the. Yin and yang. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the yin and yang mean. Maybe we'll go into that. Um, and then on the. Then we have uh, children and creativity, which is yin metal. And then we have helpful people and travel, which is yang metal. Um, we have career and success, which is water. Knowledge and personal growth, which is yang earth. And family, which is yang wood. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which is, So this is kind of a lot. But I think that this is like the nine tenets of like your life. Okay. Um, which, is, which is interesting. Like, you know, I, I think it kind of serves as like, I'm putting it right in front of Connor here, but this is kind of like a visual reminder of like 
of the things that you're working towards in your life and the things that you also have to give to. Like, I say I feel like children and creativity? Children and creativity, okay. yes. The right column, which is love and partnership, children and creativity, helpful people and travel, that's all about giving. Okay. Um, actually, I think a, a lot of it is. It's, it's, it's kind of almost, you know what Maslow's hierarchy of needs is? I think I know a little bit about it. It's kind of like your base needs and then every everything leading up to like self-actualization, which okay. is like, you know, discovering yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's it almost has the same tenets as that. It's just not in a pyramid. Um, so I'm, it has something going for it, I got to say. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so and each of these you're supposed to put like a visual reminder of each of these in your in your home. So like. Uh, or in whatever room you're in, and that's yeah. kind of also a basis for decoration, so that like mentally you have you have all these things, and it's all, a lot of it is just surrounding yourself by nature, um, and obviously all the elements have like a um, meaning, but I don't think we have enough time to go into that today. And then four, um, I think we skipped three. That's using elements to boost a bagua area, which is a little bit too heady, and I feel like I would like disgustingly appropriate that. Um, four is finding the balance with the yin and yang energies um, and apparently balancing them is a key aspect of feng shui it's a philosophical way of looking at the polarities or dualities in the world um, but it's actually the ultimate non-binary because one can't exist without the other um, so yin is feminine energy and it's associated things with like night and the color black and yang reflects masculine energy and can be found in things like the sun and the color white right okay. so that's like you know, it's, you know the yeah. symbol? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like that. And they have the dot in each other to represent, um, like, that they, they're both codependent on each yeah. other, which I think is interesting. That is interesting. Because um, I think we definitely know a couple people who are way too much yang, and we definitely know people who are way too much yin, you know? Yeah, we do. So I think that's another, like, just certain people in our lives. Don't know balance. Yeah, exactly. And, and balance is a lot of it. Yeah, and I also think, I mean, this is kind of getting a little ahead of myself, but also in culture, I feel like people try so hard to be one thing, mm-hmm. and like one or the other, and that's kind of what gets us in trouble is like, you know what, I'm a guy, I like working out, I like cars, I love fruity drinks, I <laughs> love them. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. No. Nope. You know? Um, And like, I, you know, and we, we were at a bar on Sunday... And we were with someone who's like, well, I don't like beer and I don't want to get a cocktail because I don't want to like, I don't want to like embarrass myself and look fruity. So I'm just not going to get a drink. I was like, well, not getting a drink is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But it's also interesting that like people are depriving themselves of things that they want and won't hurt them just because, you know. It's like a way with like TV shows too. I know some guys that like to watch The Bachelor. Mm. It's like, okay, that's fine. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. You know what? Honestly, when I moved in to my oldest apartment, I watched The Bachelors with my... I had like two female roommates that were like seven years older than me. I watched The Bachelor with them all the time. I got so into it. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) once you start watching it, it's not that bad. I mean, I don't care if people care that I watch it. Exactly. It's just trash television. It's the most entertaining thing I mean, I don't watch it by myself, but I've watched it before and it's like... I mean, it's... It's a hard watch, but yeah, oh, it's I'll, such a I'll hard sit watch. down and watch it if it's on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then the fifth, the fifth um, kind of 
rule to feng shui uh, has a lot to do with Taoist philosophies, which I don't know anything about. So I'm not even touching that out of a uh, <laughs> respect for a culture that I know almost nothing about. Okay. But so Connor. Yes. I think, well, I think something that's easily applicable to like the Western kind of like population, I, a lot of it has to do with, I, I'm, I'm really motivated by that commanding presence rule uh-huh. where, and I think you can also just do that in like day to day life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you see a situation, you don't have to just live in it. You know, like you just like for a long time, I think I just lived in my house and it was never really home. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's an interesting kind of philosophy to take that like commanding commanding area like idea and kind of expanding it to as I'm walking into an area of my life that I feel like I don't have control in or I feel like I'm in a weird position. I figure out what can I do to where if I need to. What can I do to put myself in this position where I feel comfortable, confident, and in charge? I mean, I feel like that goes with dating, with work, with everything, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I'm still trying to learn that with a lot of things. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, I feel like it's a lifetime, like, thing. And I I feel like a lot of people in their lives don't even end up doing it. Because I know, at least for me, it's hard for me to control. It it makes me want to put, like, everything towards one thing. Mm. Like... Whether it's a relationship, like, I'll put everything towards that, nothing else. Or if it's just like, oh, I want to make money, I'm going to put everything towards work. Yeah. So it's like... No, it's crazy. And I feel like that's another... Actually, it has a lot of basis in, like, at least America right now. Like, think about, like, hustle culture. Yeah. um, The incel uprising. Yeah. Just like, like, you know, men who hate women and women who hate men. Um, and men who hate men and women who hate women and everybody in between hating everybody in between. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, I, I don't, I think it's all because we have like a lack of balance. Yeah. Cause I like for when I'm in a relationship, I, I, I always put everything towards that other person and I never put time aside for myself and I'm trying to learn to not do that. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it, it's so hard to love someone effectively when we like we don't give any we don't let ourselves recharge as we're draining it into yeah. this other person you know what I mean that's something like that's a big thing to learn too yeah and it's it's hard because like once you're in the middle like of all those feelings you just get swept away yeah all that all that yin <coughs> no yang yeah all that yin and no yang you know um so I, I don't know it's so interesting I also like that neither of like yin or yang isn't like good or bad it's just like you just need both of these things, oh. you know. And I think that's like not even in a relationship setting, but just in a world setting. That's why we have like people who are softer and people who are like tougher, mm-hmm. because one without the other would too many soft people, you know, would people maybe, just walk all over each other. Exactly, uh, and it would be like it would be just. I think more like everyone would be subtle and underhanded and manipulative. Yeah. And too many hard people, it would just be a dick measuring contest all the yeah. time, 24 seven. Um, and like, you know, I think it, it, it's, it's a really interesting thought of like, not only is this something that you can pursue in a relationship, like finding the yin to your young, but also in yourself of yeah. like, you know, like I, I think I can stray too far into one or the other. Um, and like, just like it, I feel like a lot of that comes with just like indulgence. Like, because when you're in a relationship, 
I, it comes down to like you're just indulging in the relationship and that's why you don't have time to like take care of yourself almost mm-hmm. um but i feel like that's the same way with a lot of things you yeah. know i think i notice it more in relationships though yeah because i think that's kind of the only thing life has gotten so comfortable that really the only thing that we do like that makes us feel anything outside of like you know like domestic abuse yeah is relationships that's the only thing that puts us through through anguish now because yeah. life's easy you know or like living it's like living is easy life is hard i think it's easier to put a balance to life than it is to put a balance to a relationship yeah just because you're living through your life every day mm. and you're not living i mean you could be living through a relationship every day mm. but for a lot of people like our age are most likely not living through it every day yeah yeah exactly and so like, it's like it's hard to find that balance in between for a relationship but in life it's like you set your routine daily mm. so yeah that's interesting that. um yeah huh well, that's giving us a lot to think about this is a, this is a little bit of a different one episode yeah. connor oh um, definitely making me think yeah i was gonna say me too um so we would like to apologize <laughs> i specifically because this is my idea i would like to apologize for anything that i got wrong or skipped over that was super important um it was kind of an intro course and maybe i'll find someone who knows what they're talking about and uh hear them out and we'll bring them on the podcast if we find oh. someone that would be so good. You know, my buddy uh, is actually starting like a meditation podcast. I wonder if he has anything to say about that. Maybe. We'll collab. Um, but anyways, with with all that being said, uh, my name is Tyler Cunningham. And I'm Connor Walken. And you can go to bed without brushing your teeth, little man. <laughs> <laughs>